Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. This was the narration that we commenced yesterday. Hazrat Tamim Dari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. His narration about how does Malakul Maut, the angel of death, approach a good person, a pious person. So this discussion continues. That and if he is among the favorite servants, then it is mentioned with regard to him in Surah Waqi'ah, then if he is among the near ones, there shall be rest, satisfaction and a garden of delight for him. This is the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Amma in kana min al-muqarrabeen, faruhu wa rehanu wa jannatu na'im. This is the way he is addressed then. Further he states, when the soul leaves, it addresses the body. That may Allah Ta'ala grant you the best of rewards. You were quick in obeying Allah Ta'ala. You avoided disobeying Allah Ta'ala. May this day be a blessed day for you. You have saved both yourself and myself from punishment. The body then addresses the soul in the very same manner at the time of separation. The portion of earth whereupon he is to make excessive ibadah cries when a pious person passes away that portion of earth whereupon he is to make excessive ibadat that portion of earth also cries the heavenly doors through which his deeds used to ascend and sustenance used to descend also weep thereafter 500 angels gather around the mayyid the deceased person when those bathing him turn him from side to side, the angels quickly turn him and before the people can enshroud him with a coffin, they, that is the angels, quickly enshroud him with the coffin that they brought. Obviously they would have brought the coffin and come from the heavens. So they enshroud him with that coffin. Before the people can apply ether upon him, they quickly apply that perfume which they brought along. Then they form a line on both sides from the door of his home till the grave. They welcome him with dua and they seek forgiveness on his behalf. In this world if somebody is given some so-called red carpet treatment and in some places some guard of honor and some salute and whatever, so this becomes like a mi'raj for the person. That he was given this kind of honor and but many a person was given that so-called honor on one day, the next day he was the prisoner of the same place. So what does really that mean? That's nothing. But this is honor. This is the honor though insan may not be able to witness this, those who are living don't witness it. But the person who has passed away, this is the honor he is given because of the piety and because of his remaining on taqwa, staying away from sin. So this is the, the honor to aspire for. That honor which Allah Ta'ala grants on the basis of a person's taqwa. So this is how they welcome him, that the angels form a line on both sides from the door of his home till the grave. They welcome him with dua and they seek forgiveness on his behalf. Looking at this spectacle, shaitan cries so loud that his bones begin to break. He says to his army, may you be destroyed, how did he escape you? 
they reply he was protected thereafter malakul maut takes his soul and proceeds upwards hazrat jibreel alayhi salam welcomes him with 70000 angels what is a god of honor of dunya when 70000 angels will welcome such a person welcome his soul as it is being taken above these angels give him glad tidings from the side of allah taala thereafter malakul maut takes him to the throne of allah taala reaching there the soul falls into sajda allah taala t- says take my servant soul to the thornless lotus trees and clusters of bananas also the ayat of surah waqiah now this is as far as the soul but the body when the body is placed in the grave his salah stands on his right hand side his fast on his left recitation of the quran and remembrance of allah taala above his head the steps he took for salah with jamaa stand next to his legs the steps he took for salah with jamaa stand next to his legs and patience upon calamities and refraining from sin stand in one corner of the grave patience upon calamities and refraining from sin stand in one corner of the grave sometimes the person is mashallah trying his consistently completing his amal performing his salah his reciting quran sharif is making zikr and then sometimes there's despite all this some challenges that come so sometimes shaitan puts all these various waswasas in the heart now what what is all this really bringing me i'm doing all this but at the same time i'm in all this challenge and difficulty so we should always be asking for afiyat asking allah taala for ease asking allah taala for safety but dunya is not jannat dunya is not the place where we can expect that there will be no challenge so we should ask for afiyat but at the same time these things haven't gone in vain this is shaitan's trap to make a person stop doing the good and doing all this good so why this dunya is not that's not the basis and the way to judge whether somebody is progressing or not whether somebody is getting close to allah taala or not otherwise the ambiyari musallatu salam would have had no difficulty in dunya whatsoever whereas rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says ashaddun nasi balaan al anbiya thumma al amsal fal amsal the people who are tested the most are the anbiya alaihi wasallam and then those who are closest to them in rank and then those who are next in rank so this itself is not something to feel that a person now despite the good he is doing if some challenge came so now all this is wasted nauzubillah that's all shaitan said when it will really become apparent what good it brought how much of benefit it brought him in dunya he might not be able to link it though that brings great blessings and barakat in dunya already it's not always necessary that it will happen in a way that a person can link it he can understand it but it comes but the place where it will really become apparent is already in the qabr before qiyamah already this is the discussion here that now he's just been placed in the grave the angels the munkar and nakir who have to come and question him 
they have not yet even arrived to start questioning him and already these amal are already at his aid, at his help there to assist him now the reality will only open out then if all these realities, if we had to stand at the side of somebody's grave and while we are busy burying somebody and have completed the burial and we are still standing around and if we could witness this and we could see this actually happening if it had become apparent to us then the test of the world won't remain anymore everybody will give up everything else because now the curtain has been lifted so the curtain is not lifted already in dunya otherwise this dunya is no more test and Allah Ta'ala has made dunya a place of test so right now all this is in ghayb this is to us in the unseen but this is where our iman commences right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah Quran Sharif is now Surah Al-Fatiha and Surah Baqarah those who believe in the unseen our whole iman is on the unseen so this is the yaqeen we need to have the conviction that our success is in these amal is in the obedience of Allah it can never be in Allah's disobedience and no matter what it may seem like you mentioned last night from time to time these things come up that now I am doing everything right but nothing seems to be going right for me I am doing everything right sometimes this is a very big claim we make also I am doing everything right if we really have to then dig sometimes beneath the surface we'll realize what we thought we were doing right that too was not right that salah we were performing alhamdulillah but the quality of that salah where our heart and mind was how the postures were fulfilled what was the manner of recitation was the tajweed in order the tasbihat were being recited correctly all these things if we start really looking into it we'll find that what was we thought was right, that too is far from right. But then we make very big claims now, I'm doing everything right. Sometimes a person says, I don't know what wrong I did, that this came upon me. So, some Ahlullah say, that the statement actually should be, not that I don't know what wrong I did, that I don't know how many wrongs I've done, but Allah saved me from the evil effects of all those wrongs. It's probably just the evil effect of one wrong that came. Otherwise, in the Quran Sharif, Allah Himself says, "Walau yu'akhidu Allahu nasa bima kasabu, ma taraka alaiha min dabba, ma taraka ala zahriha min dabba." That if Allah Taala had to take insan to task for everything He did, then nobody will survive. Walaki yu'akhiruhum ila ajalin musamma. Allah Taala has postponed all this accountability for the akhirat the day of Qiyamah little bit comes in dunya very very minute amount of it comes in dunya the rest of it is all let Allah gives respite that he'll make tawbah he'll make istighfar he'll wipe it out so these amal are not in vain so what is very important what we understand from this and what we should learn from this is that these are the amal that salah that fasting but as we have understood that the quality of our amal what is the quality? So therefore, the additional amal, the sunnats for example, sunnat mu'akkada, sunnat-e-ghair mu'akkada, and then further the nawafil, 
these make up inshallah will make up inshallah for the deficiency in the quality of the faraiz as the faraiz that are going to primarily come to the help of a person but if the faraiz have been performed haphazardly that's a big problem so you have to do it correctly you have to make an effort to do everything correctly but despite all our best efforts we are still very weak so then the nawafil etc will make up for that deficiency so this is not something by the way generally we hear the word nafil so our mind immediately translates the word nafil as something to be left out whereas nafil is not something to be left out something is to be nafil is something to be done our mind we have been we have conditioned our minds that this is something to be left out so these are things we should be trying to do as much as possible and this is what will inshallah make up for the deficiency in the quality of that salah of that fasting etc and these are the amal that then come to the help of a person in his qabr when he will need it most so never ever pay attention to this waswasa of shaitan where am i getting where am i getting we'll know in the qabr where we got we have to continue we have to keep making the effort keep trying keep making toba and istighfar for our weaknesses and shortcomings and hatta yaatiyakal yaqeen till that last breath our effort must continue inshallah we'll carry on from here allah ta'ala give us tawfiq akhir da'wana alhamdulillah